Hello, Freedom Fighters. Thank you for listening. This audio interview is brought to you by Open World Magazine, the ultimate guide for pursuing a life of adventure and passion and setting up a location-independent business that can support your dream lifestyle. Go check us out at openworldmag.com. Hello, and welcome to another action-packed episode of the Open World Podcast. I'm joined today by my friend who was also on this podcast before in episode 90. He's a legendary growth hacker who travels the world and gives talks on growth hacking and marketing. He's a consultant to uh, online businesses around the globe. Uh, Funnily enough, he was living on welfare and benefits just a few years ago, but one of his ideas he really cashed in on and he received a check for over $250,000. And what he fell in love with were the growth hacking techniques to that he learned to get millions of visitors to websites that he created. He raised hundreds of thousands of dollars in investment. He got into a Techstars Accelerator. And then he put all of these techniques that he learned into action. He walked his walk and made over 165000 through his uh, crowdfunding launch with his previous growth hacking book, Secret Sauce. And we talked about that in the previous interview. So uh, go check out episode 90 if you want to listen to that interview. And he has a new book out now, which is called Ace the Game acethegame.com, and with that, he has sold over $10,000 in the first hour of that book launch. So I'm really excited to have him here. I think this is going to be a very fun chat between uh, two kind of rebels, two delinquents who are living quite far outside of conventional norms, who are having a bunch of fun and running profitable online businesses while doing so. So if you want to learn some hints on how to do the same, how to stick a finger to your boss and ditch the nine to five, Create some leverage in your business, have a profitable uh, income, have a profitable business basically that you don't have to slave or obsess over, then I think you will really love this discussion. So Vin, thank you so much for joining us again. Welcome. You are one of the few who I love enough to grace my presence twice. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> so you've had a great uh, and busy two years. I know you've moved to Los Angeles. Um, probably are more tan than you were before because last time you were in the English countryside when we spoke. <laughs> so what have you been up to these last two years? Um, I have uh, really taken what I was preaching in Secret Source and really made that into a real-world shenanigans. So I've been working with some massive companies with my agency. I've been coaching uh, more and more entrepreneurs and getting them to six figures through uh, the massive action one can have with growth hacking. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I did a 100-date world tour. Uh, I've been featured in the likes of BuzzFeed and Fortune and a lot of other places. So really, I've just been learning this past two years, and then now I have Ace the Game, so I can teach other people. So what have been some of the most important things that you've learned? And I, I really like that answer, by the way. You know, Even though you're someone who's considered an expert, you really consider yourself as a lifelong learner. Is that correct? Yeah, always the student, never the teacher. So maybe you can share, you know, what have been, um, you know, what marketing channels or marketing strategies um, have you been really big on lately? I've, I've looked through your book, so I've, I've seen you're really big on click funnels and some other things. Um, I noticed that whenever you have like a launch or something like this, like 
I get tweets from you. I get LinkedIn messages from you. I see you're really like putting yourself out there really well. Yeah, so it's it's really a part of sales. So real growth hacking is about getting more sales, essentially. We can talk a lot about how to get new followers and how to grow your social channels, and that's all well and good. But growth hacking should be scaling up your sales. So everyone who's ever seen you live, um, they should be reached out to, and that's what I've been doing right now. It's Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Swear away, yeah. It's what Gary Vaynerchuk said, calls eating shit. He said, uh, so someone said, what about your first book before you had a following? How did you get that to, you know, top of the New York Times bestsellers list? He said, I sat there and ate shit. You know, I'd been in touch with 6,000 people one way or other who had seen my show um, or, you know, had featured me or whatever. And I sat down and I emailed every one of them one by one. Uh, and that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, everyone has ever seen me talk. Uh, every press that's ever featured me. Uh, everyone who's ever bought my stuff, I reach out to them on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on email. Uh, and that's where I started this campaign. Um, as I can tell you, uh, I, I've been doing PR podcasts and Facebook ads. Um, they've been okay. Facebook ads have been the best of the free. But um, my community and people who have seen me before, by keeping that relationship, that's the one that's as near as possible to guarantee to win. So many people, they don't build a community. They don't put out content every day. They build no connection with their audience. And then uh, they put something out and no one buys it. And, you know, they try and do PR. No one reads the PR. I mean, PR, honestly, um, I wonder who gets more out of it, the people featuring you or you? Because so few of these PR sites... Um, now drive traffic. There's just so much uh, stuff out there. Who is doing who a favor here? Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, unless it's a super original product, which naturally gets PR, PR is by and large a waste of time, as is brand building. Um, you know, all that really matters is sales. And I truly believe that community is the best way of building that. <coughs> I can definitely understand. This is a frustration that I have with clients and just people in general. Like when it comes to marketing, they just want to, they just dip one toe in, you know, they try something once and um, they're quite timid about it, you know, and if they don't get result right away, then they're just, okay, I'm going to stop it. You know, I'm going to stop doing this, like a Facebook ad or uh, outreach campaign or something like that. But, um, you know, Dan Kennedy in one of his uh, direct marketing books says that you should touch your people, like touch them with one form of communication at least once per week, 50 times per year to, to keep the fence strong around your herd, basically. So is it possible to to do this community building, this kind of content marketing without slaving over it? Like, have you systemized this process so that um, you're not tethered down to it? Sure. So I, I write the original content and I put it in my Facebook group traffic and copy. And then at the same time, I copy and paste it into an email and send that to my interns. They put it on my blog. They put it on Medium. They'll submit it to Medium publications, see if one of those will buy it. They um, will put it on my blog. They will um, put it uh, on Twitter to the blog. They will cut out bits of it and put it in tweets. Um, other people do Instagram, Pinterest too. Uh, I, I don't do that yet, but I could. 
Um, so it goes in all of these formats and then it goes in a Google Drive. So um, if I want to put out a, an ebook lead magnet, I could just grab 12 articles and put that in from there. So it goes into a content distribution system um, and I have people assisting me across all of my social platforms uh, so that I can maintain many relationships with many people. Uh, and the question we will always ask is, is it inauthentic if... Um, you know, I thought it was you sending me this message and so on. It's automation or it's an intern. Well, what actually happens is the automation or the intern sends out all the messages. And then if a human replies, because with anything you expect a low reply rate, that's when I jump in and reply personally. So that's how I scale. Yeah, that's fantastic. So do you have a article anywhere that kind of outlines this content distribution system if people wanted to check that out or how you set this up? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I do it in my private coaching, um, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. I, I can't remember if I've ever put, if I've ever written an article on it. <clears throat> you email me and I'll connect you with Cameron, and it, I may have written one. But uh, yeah, we, we okay. write about one to two articles a day, so I, I just don't know so many. Yeah, well, that's a great point. So just to summarize, you really repurpose and syndicate a lot of your content because a lot of content that people produce. It doesn't get great distribution, but um, some people are more active on different channels or you know, maybe they might be active during a certain time of the day so they didn't see content somewhere, but then they might see it somewhere else like Medium or Facebook or your list. Somebody on your list, they might never go to Medium or they might not be connected to you on Facebook. So you really want to make sure that you're getting maximum distribution for your content, right? 100%. Yeah, so that's a great hack right there. Um, Okay, so you also mentioned that you once people reply to you, um, your, your outreach and your prospecting is basically, um, you outsource, you automate that, um, but then you actually reply to people directly. So um, once mm -hmm. you have that, you basically have to lead them uh, along to a sale, basically. You have to be able to convert them. So what's the next step? So for the sales page, um, you should really just have one thing, one big idea. <clears throat> so for us, it's how can Silicon Valley companies grow massive without spending on traditional advertising? Um, everyone knows Facebook, Instagram, Airbnb, Dropbox, Uber. They grow really big, um, like almost like a virus. But they, you know, they're not in the press. They're not on TV for a very long time. So that's that's the hook. Uh, and then the answer is the no money spent method. And that's the method we teach you in Ace the Game, uh, my new growth hacking book and bundle. So here are all the different ways you can grow a massive audience. You can get sales out of thin air. You can get unlimited leads without spending money on traditional advertising. So that's the idea behind the book. And that's what sits on our sales landing page. Um, and then we have testimonials from previous people who have worked from us, which you should have on every page. <clears throat> and we have the buy button multiple times down the page um, because at any point people could say, I want it, and then they can grab it. Uh, and we also have, and this is, so key. Uh, someone I worked with, Dexter, um, I mean, it's, it's the best slide I've ever seen on a business presentation. It said, you are a fucking idiot if you do not have PayPal payment on your landing page. <laughs> the word on the street was 10% of your sales get lost. If people can't see a PayPal button, they just bounce off. Uh, on Ace the Game, it's been 41%. 41% of our sales have been through PayPal, not through paying by card. So can you imagine if we just wouldn't have known? We would have just gone, oh, the launch went okay. It's quite well. 
Um, but we just wouldn't have known if we didn't have that PayPal button. So like that's the sort of ridiculous hack which is so obvious if you know it um but if you don't that you know you'd be forgiven not for knowing it but that it's so critical to have that i love how you're just a wealth of knowledge about all these little hacks and things so <laughs> i'm looking at your ace the game page so this is really kind of um a tutorial on how to create one of these sales pages um you don't have the actual paypal button on this particular page do you i imagine it's another page that you follow up with um, it's it's either right at the bottom or it you we show it to you after you drop your email uh, on the landing page on the filter at the top if you're on desktop uh, because then we can show you retargeting ads um, to your email address so Excellent. we, we want to get address before we get anything and this is all with Cl uh, ClickFunnels right you set this up with ClickFunnels yeah so. ClickFunnels isn't perfect, but there's just nothing better for getting a massive basket size um, and for just very easy to set up. You don't need to be able to code. You can learn it in an afternoon. Uh, looks great. Um, really easy to put photos and videos in. Um, you really shoot yourself in the foot using anything else. And I, I also think Shopify is very overrated. Uh, because it's harder to get the one-click upsells, because you lose almost all of your design capabilities, uh, especially if you, if you don't know how to use things like HTML and CSS. Um, it, it's very limited. It's great if you're selling one physical product and you're very good at getting the right targeting on Facebook ads to people who know they want to buy that one thing. But for just about everyone else, I think ClickFunnels is a ton better. Yeah, and so many of my clients really struggle with this step as far as actually creating a funnel. Um, they just think yeah. that you know you can show up at the first date and you just get it on or something right away. You know the moment you show up, but uh, it takes time to to build to, to onboard people and to sequence them properly. Um, so if if you really want to check that out though, it's ClickFunnels.com. I know that they have a ninety-seven dollar per month option, but there's also some different kind of promotions out there that are floating around. Isn't that right? If people wanted to try it out. Yeah. So, so it's it's really. It's one of those things where I guess if you're really early stage, you ask how much does it cost? Like, you believe me, you, you'll make the money back. There's another piece of uh, growth hacking software called Stunning, uh, S-T-U-N-N-I-N-G. Um, that, if someone, you know, they're subscribed to you $20 per month um, or they try and pay for something and um, their card bounces, Stunning will also automatically email them and or text them and give them a link so that they can put a new credit card in so that their cards stop bouncing. That's another one that costs a little bit, uh, but it's incredibly worth it. Um, it's called Stunning? Where can people find that? I think it's stunning.co. Stunning.co, okay. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's another one. Yeah, it costs a little bit, but you, you're gonna make so much more back from it. Yeah, I think that you know a lot of entrepreneurs, um, obviously they're not, marketing experts, they've not worked with uh, a lot of clients and campaigns the way that we have. Um, so they, they hear all these different tools and then they can kind of get overwhelmed. Um, you know, the shiny object syndrome is very real also. Like a lot of people I know, uh, <laughs> they'll sign up for something and then they'll never use it. You know, they'll just put it on the shelf, stuff like that. Um, so I think it's a really kind of real struggle for a lot of people. 100%. Um, what, what do you recommend, like, if you just want to simplify and, you know, kind of reduce that overwhelm? So if you want to, I, 
reduce that overwhelm, uh, stop hanging out in Facebook groups. Um, like my, one of my coaches has me on a media fast this week. So no browsing Facebook, uh, no watching TV, hell, no music, just getting back to uh, the self. Uh, and yeah, a lot of the time you could be browsing Facebook. And even if like me, you've unfollowed everyone talking about politics and sports and rubbish, um, and your feed is generally, you know, internet marketing stuff, you still don't really learn much. If someone put a gun to your head and said, how much have you learned from scrolling that feed in the past month? You wouldn't come up with very much. It's very good. Um, so, so yeah, firstly, get the time back and get your attention back away from doing this. And that's what Ace the Game is for. Uh, only the most exciting, most powerful growth hacks um, that you can use to uh, get ahead. Um, yeah, and, and you know, and that's that's a rule that can be carried out. Um, keep mm. it simple. Uh, find resources that are going to make a big difference, um, and then work out from that. Yeah, that's a great point. I think I've noticed that you have quite a low information diet. So when you're listening to someone give advice, like you're looking to the best sources, like Mike Dillard or Neil Patel, um, David. You mentioned David D'Angelo, Double uh, Your Dating. So you're, you're trying to see who's the best at the game and just imitate what they're doing in these certain aspects where they really excel. And not just, uh, I think that, you know, Facebook groups, like you mentioned, are a place where a lot of mediocrity thrives, you know, where everyone's trying to cheer each other on, you know, everyone's kind of more addicted to the struggle than actually getting concrete results. Would you agree? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually um, gave me like a, a really good tip in your book, an introduction in your book. You said that uh, you go and you study the highest converting sales page on ClickBank. So you can actually kind of just get an idea of what's really working and then just kind of swipe a headline, but maybe apply it to a different market or something like that. I think that's a really great, great advice there. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And also I noticed that your, like your Ace the Game page, your your video for your Kickstarter as well, like your videos are really slick and polished, like the music that you use, it creates this drama and the suspension, like it, it hits a something primal inside of a person and gets them excited. So how do you create these awesome videos, by the way? Cool. So firstly, there, there's three ways you can do a video on a landing page. Um, well, actually, there, there is only two ways, but uh, I, I've invented this third um, so yeah, so the two ways, according to an expert copywriter, one of the best in the world. Firstly, um, is the hard sales. Um, you should buy this. You know, uh, here are all the features. Here are all the benefits. Here's why you should buy it. Here's a guarantee, etc. Um, and the second one is to just video to say, hey guys, I know some of you like watching videos, but um, everything you need is in the sales letter below. So I just thought I'd say hi. So some of you want to watch videos, but check it out below. You've got all the information you need. That's really the, the two types. Anything other than that, and you're slicing it. Um, so I went with a third, which is known as a what's in the box um, pitch. So what's in the box doesn't tell you what's what they're actually buying. It more appeals to values. So what's in the box is a perfume ad. Uh, Johnny Depp riding around on a motorbike and then just getting off and looking into the wild. What the hell does that have to do with how something smells? It's kind of an impression um, that it gives you. So uh, what's in the box? I think it works well in the internet marketing selling online niche because 
it can hurt your brain to think about uh, setting up technical growth hacking funnels, including viral loops um, and automated sequences in order to maximize your ROI. Man, you already started daydreaming and that sentence was only eight seconds long. Um, but that, you know, that, that would be the best possible information. But if you fill out your sales video with that, people just start turning off. So, um, so yeah, so with a what's in the box pitch, um, yeah, you just appeal to higher values. So in this video, um, I hired a videographer. Uh, we did an afternoon shooting in Los Angeles, including a little bit with a drone. Um, and we, you know, we, we had me on top of a building to signify on top of the world. We interspersed it with clips from me speaking live. So which positions me as an authority. A lot of people want to have an audience. Um, so yeah, so we had a lot of different clips of me that I've got gathered from my various talks and stuff. Uh, yeah. So, and then we put it in with cinematic music that we bought from, um, there is a, there's, there's a place you can buy uh, this sort of music online. It's called Premium Beat. Um, so Premium Beat is real cool because, um, yeah, you can get cinematic orchestra or dubstep or whatever you want. You pay like $55 and then it's yours to license and use everywhere uh, for as long as you want. So that, that's how we put it together. So go check out that video because I, I love your videos so much. I think you do it better than almost anybody I know because uh, the, the drama and you have like such a poise, you know, where you're very um, confident, you're very direct. Um, you're a great salesperson, I have to say, Ivan. Um, and I think that's, that's critical if you want to be a great marketer. You have to know how to sell well. Uh, but as yeah. far as like the making a video like this, um, how much can a person expect to have to budget to create a video like that? Uh, to hire yeah. a videographer, it's 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 a good question. Like between five hundred to a thousand dollars, you can get someone who will film it and uh, upload it. Um, for version zero point one, for the Kickstarter, um, we, uh, yeah, I, I I had a friend do it in his studio, and then I used something called RawShorts.com which is video editing software. And I just created all the spinny animations and stuff. And he just did the bits where I was talking to camera. Oh, okay. So 500 to a thousand, but, um, if you don't have a budget, you know, if you're just starting out a few years ago, what I did was I actually did like a trade where I did like a skill trade and I had someone, you record six really nice videos for me for YouTube. And, um, I just offered her some consulting with like Instagram, for example. So that's another option. You know, if you have a skill that you can trade and you want someone that can create a professional video for you. Right. But I know that you also do a bunch of videos that are just you talking to your phone as well. And I know those can do really well too. Um, so that's at least one option. Like you don't have to like really over complicate it too much. Yeah. Um, you're just walking the dogs or something and you're just talking and sharing some growth hacking tips. Mm -hmm. um, so one other thing that's really important is you know where you're getting your traffic um, you know some channels are going to convert better than others uh, you do you find that Facebook ads are converting best for you that as a source of traffic yeah and um, yeah so we, we, we have a, a, a well-seasoned pixel and you know we, we, we've had a large email list for a little while now so yeah, that, that's the one that works and, and it logically should work because with custom audiences, we're targeting people who are well aware of 
you know, who I am and what I do. Um, so we're just making sure that they know that I have uh, a book or a course out right now. So yeah, I, I'm a big fan of them. So you start with custom audiences and then you do lookalike audiences and then you monitor comments and hide any that aren't very nice. Okay. And do you have any additional tips for how you're targeting those uh, ads? Because I, I definitely see them all the time on my feed. Um, you're like always one or two. <laughs> Look up Dennis Yu, Dennis Yu. He has the best information in the world on Facebook ads. Um, essentially, you can start a Facebook ad strategy by spending $1 per day. Um, and he, he suggests creating a one by one by one matrix. So it's, you're going to create nine one-minute videos. The first three one-minute videos, they are just teaching what you know, so your very best stuff in under a minute. Um, and then you know that if anyone watches that video, they're interested in what you have. Uh, the second set of free videos is to capture their data. So you offer them a free lead magnet or a free webinar or maybe a free discovery call. Um, and that, that's what those are about, a little bit of value and then getting something where they don't have to pay. And then the third set of one minute videos is the sale where you try and get them to buy something. So that, that's the strategy uh, one can use to get ahead in Facebook. So if they don't, if they don't get through the watching the video, they don't hit the second stage. Uh, and if they don't get through the second stage, they don't hit the third stage. This means you're showing the ads to less and less people, so paying less and less at each step. Um, that I believe is the best Facebook ad strategy. And it's good to create at least three videos because you're trying to deepen that relationship with them. It's like going on three dates with someone, right? Yeah. <laughs> while uh, while we were speaking, I, I, I've been writing up and creating another Facebook ad. Actually, like uh, yeah, the, the the next one for Ace the Game is literally what I'm working on. And yeah, I'll get back. To you. <laughs> you always have these ideas floating around in your head. Like you just need want to write them down, huh? This one has girls, cars, beaches, and boats. Um, yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, that Vietnamese guy. Uh, was it Tom Vu? Have you seen those ads before? No. Uh, he he did these infomercials like back in the eighties, and um, I think you'll get a kick out of this. It's Tom Vu. He did these like real estate uh, infomercials where he would try to get people to come to <laughs> seminars, and they're absolutely hilarious. So he would be he's probably like in Los Angeles too. Um, he would be like on these boats and there'd be all these bikini babes, you know, dancing around him. Um, I think you really get a kick out if you check those out. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. So the person you mentioned, you said he's the best. It's Dennis Yu. That's Dennis-U.com. And this guy's also got a YouTube channel. I think he's got a lot of helpful videos there as well. What would you say, cause you mentioned earlier in the interview that, you know, building, uh, 50,000 followers or something on Instagram is great, but... Um, you know, how are some ways that people can convert those followers and, you know, get them to actually buy? Like, that's a big pain point for a lot of people. So, where do you see people having the biggest problem with that? Well, I think Instagram is a big one, but, you know, also, like, if we're doing uh, some marketing on LinkedIn, for example, or, or Twitter, or whatever it might be, um, you know, like, there's, there's a lot of there's definitely huge audiences out there on social media, but um, most people I work with, they really kind of struggle to kind of convert them into get sales. Um, Instagram is a, is a great example because you can get so much engagement on Instagram. Um, it's really easy to grow quite quickly if you're using some tool like Follow Liker or Mass Planner or something like that. But um, actually like getting them to buy, getting them to click through, that's, that's a lot more difficult. 
I mean, a, a hundred things could go wrong between having an idea and selling it on social. So it, it's a little difficult to diagnose like that. But um, a lot of it is, it's really, you're trying to do drive-by selling. They've never really heard of you and you just pop up and try and sell to them. You know, it takes weeks, months, sometimes years of putting in that content to get that, especially if you have an undifferentiated product. If you have a laptop holder, which can also allow you to vape, which has never been seen before, you can come out of nowhere with something unique as that. But with something like services, you've got to be building a personal brand. You've got to be telling them your personal story. They've got to understand why you're different to everyone else. So if you don't, if you haven't put in that effort and you can't fake it, um, to a certain extent, if you're good at Facebook ads, you can overwhelm them that way. Um, but if you don't have the money, you've got to put in the time and that happens before you make the offer and with the offer, yeah, you, you should be close enough to your audience to know what they want so that, um, so that it's, it's a kind of guarantee to succeed even before you launch it. So a lot of things can go wrong across a lot of platforms, but, um, yeah, another is people spreading themselves a bit too thin. You have to be okay with, um, not going all in on a platform. Um, you know, I haven't really gone all in on the likes of Snap or Instagram. Um, I've gone all in on Facebook. Uh, I'm somewhat in on Instagram. <coughs> uh, and I'm you know, f fairly in for Twitter. Um, but uh, I don't believe that uh, being on one platform in, in and of itself is a bad idea. Okay, cool. So you can't do what I got from there you said you can't do drive-by selling and it takes time to nurture people before they can trust you enough to deepen that relationship um, and so it's really just kind of being consistent getting out in front of people giving value consistently um, do you how do you come up with ideas you know how do you come up with enough content that you can um, you know always create stuff to put out there because you know sometimes people might be inspired for a little while and then they just kind of give up and they don't post anything for a while I know that with your Facebook group traffic and copy, you post quite frequently. I think you advise you know, posting like three times per day. Um, that, that might not be the most realistic for most people, but you know, if they wanted to do like a minimum of like one article per week or something like that, um, what do you recommend? Keep an Apple note of ideas that you have, uh, and then when it comes to content, sit down every Sunday and write all of your content for the week based on those ideas um, and I yeah like an article I had last night which I ended up mentioning here was going to be something like uh, 10 uncomfortable truths internet marketers need to recognize like number one PR does more good for the publication and for you number two if you have a British or American passport you have a massive advantage over anyone else in the rest of the world so like that idea started to come together when I sit down to do content writing on Sunday, I'll flesh that out into uh, the points of the article. So keeping those uh, ideas, and uh, if you don't have those ideas running through your head a lot, go to Reddit and type in your keyword and look what other people in your niche are talking about, and then, um, yeah, use those ideas. You'll never run out of ideas uh, as long as you can search things on Reddit. Yeah, I love Reddit for market research. You can go there, they have a subreddit for every single topic, and you can click on the top post, you know, to see what topics are performing best, you know, to kind of see what people are most interested in, what kind of questions they're asking, things like this. And that's great if you want to learn how to create content. 
uh, that that gets results. So, if you could, you know, I, I want to ask you about this book, Ace the Game, and particularly about this launch. You know, like, can you walk me through what? How did you make ten thousand dollars in just one hour? Can you walk me through what that launch looks like? Sure. So let's put aside. I, I have a bit of an audience already um, who, who know who I am, but again, it's not a massive audience. The logistics of it: number one, I did a viral queue, so people share with their. So people get to the landing page, and then they're like, "Hey, you're in 500th place." Share with your friends, and you get the chance to win good stuff. So follow me on Instagram, follow me on YouTube, follow me on Facebook. Share this with your friends on email, um, and then. Uh, yeah, people did it, uh, and we actually, the competition just finished, we had 5,000 people um, who were in the queue. Um, and if I can interrupt, you're, you're using uh, queue at.com to set that up, right? Yeah, queue at.com to set that up, and we had people duking it out, and then like, on my feed at least, which, uh, you know, it, which is, you know, I'm connected to everyone, I just kept seeing it over and over, ace the game, ace the game, ace the game, ace the game. So we have a pixel on that queue app page, uh, and we started to drive a bit of traffic to that as well. Uh, so not only did we do organic stuff to get traffic to that on my group, my email list, we also did a few Facebook ads, nothing much, like $600 worth, um, but that drove uh, a few hundred people into it as well. Um, so we, I think we had 4,000 um, in the queue when, it, when the book launched, which means that on day one, you, you're going to get a ton of sales because people have heard about the book and they're getting emails about it. Um, so that was big. We did a launch webinar. We follow Russell Brunson's perfect webinar formula. Um, and uh, I can send out the webinar replay link. I'll send you a link to that to send to your audience so you, you can just copy the structure I use for it. Yeah, that would um, be good. I have a quick question for you um, about the, the queue and things like this. Um, do you do this? Do you set this up yourself or do you have someone that you work with that you can trust? Um, because I know that it's, it's a bit technical to, to kind of set up these. Yeah. I have two tech guys who help me set it up. Um, okay, yeah. So maybe if people wanted to get in touch with them, I think that would that would be easier for them to hire them to set the set that up rather than uh, to do it yeah. themselves all the tech stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just get in touch. We can do it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I got them to do that. Uh, so that was a help. Yeah, I, I do have a team of about eight working with me on this. So yeah. So we had the traffic from the launch webinar. So we. We tweeted at all of my Twitter followers, and that's something so few people do. So you just get all your Twitter followers, you uh, line up their names, and you just send them a tweet. Hey, I'm doing a launch webinar. Um, you know the no money spent method to uh, grow your company. Um, and yes, we got all of those people in. We got our email list in. We got our Facebook group in as well. Um, so we had like 1,200 people sign up to the webinar. So we knew we would have a lot of people viewing. Uh, and then as well as doing the webinar live, I have two iPhones. So, and I was also streaming to my Facebook group and to Instagram at the same time. So I'm streaming in three places at once uh, when I have that power hour. Uh, and that's where $10,000 of sales uh, came straight in. Um, so a, that, that was the basics of it. So in terms of delivering that message, the most powerful way to do that is with video, with direct video where you're talking directly to people. Yeah. Whether it's a webinar, whether it's a landing page video, or whether it's a live stream on Facebook. That's, that's really the way to kind of really activate people. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. And, and so you can do that for pretty much basically any product. Um, you know, I've, I've launched, uh, been launching some Amazon books lately, but I haven't been doing like videos for each one, but perhaps I should. 
Uh, do you recommend like um, a format or a script for kind of creating these videos? Like where do you go if you want to find like uh, a template that works? Well, uh, for, for pitching, Russell Brunson's perfect webinar formula is, is the one I use for my webinars. Um, so if you stick with that, you'll do well. Russell Brunson's perfect webinar? Yeah. Okay, awesome. And then how much are you selling this book for? Because um, you gave me an early copy, a review copy. Um, so um, I, I don't know when this is going out, but um, yeah, right now the introductory price is $97. So we wanted it to have a full course that would be could be like a thousand dollar course, bonuses like um, entire guides on how to build a chatbot, uh, how to work with influencers from someone who's raised who's made like ten million dollars from influencers. Uh, so we wanted like it's a no brainer um, to grab this package. Okay, so at ninety seven dollars, um, you need to make about roughly one hundred sales, maybe a little more yeah. to make ten thousand dollars. Um, so, in order to get those 100 sales, like how many visitors are you are you looking at here? So, um, our EPC, um, I mean, I, I was looking at our visitors today, and it makes me very excited because we haven't had that many visitors on the site, even like uh, we're almost a month into the launch. Um, so, every single visitor on that site is worth $15 um, on average. So. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so we, we just have to spend less than $15 per click to get to the site um, for the maths to work out. Uh, and that, that included my warm traffic, in, it, but even if even like 100% cold traffic, it's still like $10 uh, a click. Um, so so, uh, so it's roughly it's about every, you're converting about one of every seven visitors, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so times that by uh, 100, so, okay, interesting. Um, and then, so when you make ten thousand, is that all from your front end sale, or do you have like upsells and cross sells? Are you monetizing them further down the line? Yeah, so that includes upsells, five weeks coaching, all of my coaching courses, a subscription. So that includes that as well. So we, we could get that number a lot faster, including those. Do you have any advice for people as far as like you know creating those back end sales, um, and then you know obviously selling them well? Um, in, in a standard funnel, you, you can't go above $297 for any one product. Um, basically, the upsells should en enable them to get there faster, quicker, uh, cheaper, easier. Well, faster and quicker are the same thing. Uh, but yeah, so, so as long as those upsells fit that bracket, um, they're, they're good to sell. But I, I really believe ClickFunnels one-click upsell is the biggest innovation in e-commerce in, I don't know, 10 years. It, it, it's just, it, it means you can spend so much more to gather a customer. Okay, fantastic. And then, so, um, do you happen to have like a affiliate link or like a promotion for ClickFunnels if someone wanted to sign up for that? Um, um, do they have to sign I up for the $97 a month directly or is there like a, I've seen there's like some codes out there, like coupons and things. The ClickFunnels? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I, I probably really should get one because I talk about them all the time. Uh, <laughs> I, I have them, but yeah, they're out there. Okay, perfect. Um, what else? So do you think there's anything else that we should cover that we haven't yet or any like hacks that you really want to uh, talk about in detail? Um, so yeah, I, I, I still believe for the most part um, 
Instagram has some of the biggest ROI. So one of the hacks in the book is to how to search Google to find people on Instagram based around a keyword um, and then how to reach out to them so that they work with you. There's still so much value because there's so many kids running you know, a food-based page that has 200,000 followers and they're charging $15 for a shout out. That's a very good ROI. So a lot of value is still in Instagram. Um, that's, a, that's actually where I'm doing, where I'm going next. Um, behind this screen that I'm looking at you on, uh, I, I'm looking at my Instagram post. So I, I, I'm going to Instagram next. Um, so yeah, I think Facebook groups is the now, especially for business to business, but, uh, Instagram can really scale way beyond that. So I, I, I'm, I'm still excited and I think Instagram still has a long way to go. Okay. Interesting. So that's in your book. It's, um, is that the, the section on hashtag ladders or it's, it's Instagram uh, influencer marketing? Right? I think it's, it's by Quentin Ford. Um, if you're looking for it. Ah, okay. So that's on page 160 of your book. Ace the game, and um, that's interesting. So I've never really tried much of an influencer strategy, but you think that those shoutouts and things like um, those users can actually convert and buy? A hundred percent. Yeah, I've seen people do crazy sales, especially business to consumer. Interesting. So how how is the best way to send that traffic? Because um, you, you can't really can can you put links in the in the photos themselves, or how do you, is it like a link in the bio? You can put the link in the bio, but the real way is to swipe up on a story. Oh, okay. The only thing I notice that when I do like the swipe up and convert to a business account, it tends to, to kind of kill my engagement a little bit. Um, I notice that compared to a personal account, uh, the, the number of likes and stuff that I get uh, goes down. So that's, that's the only pain point that I have with the, the swipe up. Um, but I'm really keen to to check out the strategy and see you know what um, results people are getting because I, I tried it a couple times but I I didn't have the best results but I'm sure if if you are are really full on about this then I think it's it's worth checking out. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so anything else you want to tell me about your your book or um, you know maybe you can deliver your pitch here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I don't think it really needs a pitch because it, it doesn't have a, an equivalent in the market right now. If you're starting out as an entrepreneur, there is no one uh, guide or one course that has all the best growth hacks from the best internet marketers and growth hackers in the world. Um, it's not me saying these are my methods. They work for me, so they will probably work for you. Um, you know, the, these are the people who are making millions on Shopify, uh, who are getting hundreds of thousands of downloads from the app store. So I brought all of them together in one package. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I believe it, it's the best marketing bundle of all time. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're in any way interested in growing a company, hit acethegame.com. You know, there's a full 30 day money back guarantee if you don't think it's amazing, um, but I'm pretty sure you will. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it will really change the way you look at business. Excellent. And I love what you said, you know, like, um, there is no, um, there's nothing you can use out of the box really, but there's so much value that you've packed into this book that, you know, people can look for whatever channel is they want to focus on, um, you know, get like a nice cheat sheet, know what works, you know, what's not working and then they can basically apply it. Right. And, yeah. um, and you said earlier in the interview, like what you've been doing these last two years is you've just been learning, you know, so it's all about, you know, just lifelong learning. 
Um, you know, where do you see the future of growth hacking and marketing going? You know, where do you see like the big wins, uh, like next year, beyond, and so forth? Twitch is the next best growth, is the next great growth hacking platform. So people won't just be watching people play video games, they'll be watching people do, do lots of other things as well, do talk shows, do podcasts. So Twitch, I, I see the future in terms of paid acquisition, Amazon ads, um, are one of the best spots right now. Okay, so Twitch is actually a tool where um, people get more like hands-on interaction with the the influencer, with the marketer, is that right? Or they get to see more of your life, or can you tell me why that's why you think it's so powerful? Um, so Twitch uh, <clears throat> is a, a new way of looking at how to grow. Um, a, an audience. So a lot of it is still up in the air, to be honest. A lot of it is still coming together, and that's why there's an opportunity. These kids don't know uh, how valuable this stuff is, a bit like the Instagram kids, but the Instagram kids, you know, we're seven years into the game. Twitch is brand new, so the opportunity is there. Okay, and that's at uh, twitch.tv, right? Yeah. And then I'm sure you have some information about this in Ace the Game as well. It's mentioned in there, yeah. Oh, okay, excellent. So what's next for you, Vin? You know, where do you see your, your life or your business going? Um, I, I, I am deciding what to do in 2019 right now, which projects to focus on, and I'm otherwise uh, just going to um, sleep and watch England play in the football tomorrow. Did you manage to get any of your uh, hipster friends to go with you? Yeah, I, I got a small squad tomorrow. Finally. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this before the interview. A lot of people, like in Los Angeles, they'd rather be at the beach than at the pub. So, and and plus, you know, football is not really popular in the U.S. in general. So, <laughs> but I think England has a good team this year. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, we won our first two games. Oh, excellent! And then, who are you guys playing tomorrow? Belgium. Belgium. Ooh, that's going to be a good match. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Vincent. Yeah, so if somebody wanted to get more from you, um, you know, where do you recommend they go? Besides, you have acethegame.com. That's the book. Um, I know you have a lot of articles on Medium as well. Uh, but if they just want to, you know, like, get more content from you immediately, where can they do that? Uh, Vin Clancy. Um, there, look, look me up. Um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, they'll find me. You're everywhere. <laughs> hmm. All right, Vincent. Well, thank you for your time. I know it's getting a bit late over there, so uh, I'm, right. sure you, I'm sure you want to unwind. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Take care and congratulations on your success. Always fun to talk Cheers. with you. Bye -bye.